Human nature can get a little messy, but nature nature is powerful enough to save us from ourselves. Seventh generation laundry detergent lifts away tough stains with a 97% bio-based formula. For when you think whipping up yellow curry chicken in white pants is a great idea, totally not speaking from experience. Let nature do its thing so you can feel confident doing yours. That's the power of 7th Generation. Find 7th Generation laundry detergent and fresh lavender and other scents at 7thGeneration.com. Sometimes it takes a different approach to help you unlock your true potential. With Capella University's game-changing FlexPath learning format, you gain relevant skills you can apply to your career right away. Earn your degree from an accredited university and be confident in the quality of your education. Imagine your future differently at capella.edu. Capella University is accredited by the Higher Learning Commission. Learn more at capella.edu slash accreditation. Welcome to the Nutrition Diva podcast. I'm your host, Monica Reinagel. And as you may know, a lot of our episodes are triggered by questions from listeners, including this one. Lindsay recently wrote in to say, I was at my local grocery the other day debating whether to buy farm-raised Atlantic or wild-caught salmon. And being a fan of the Nutrition Diva podcast, I immediately went to your episode archives and found the answer to my question there. But then I noticed that that episode was from 2014. I know that nutrition science changes a lot, and I was wondering if there are any updates on the differences between farm-raised and wild-caught fish. So one advantage to having 15 years worth of archives is that there really aren't a whole lot of food or nutrition topics that we haven't talked about. But Lindsay is right to wonder whether things might have changed in 10 years. So today I have an updated answer to the question of whether to buy farmed or wild-caught fish. Obviously, there are a lot of good reasons to include fish or other seafood in your diet on a regular basis. Eating at least two servings of fish or shellfish per week appears to reduce the risk of heart disease, delay the onset of Alzheimer's and other forms of dementia, and, if you're pregnant, might even make your baby smarter and healthier. And it can offer some protective benefits against depression. However, as Lindsay discovered, when you get to the fish counter, you've got some decisions to make. In particular, should you buy wild-caught or farm-raised fish? Now, I bet many of you assume that wild-caught fish must be a lot better for you because it's more natural. But is this necessarily the case? And what about environmental issues and sustainability? Over the past 50 years or so, the global demand for fish and seafood has quadrupled. And that's driven in part by things like population growth and rising incomes as well as the perceived health benefits of eating fish and the desire to eat less meat from cows, pigs, and chicken. All of this increased demand has led in turn to massive increases in the harvesting of wild seafood, as well as an explosion in fish farming or aquaculture. And there are concerns about the sustainability and environmental impacts of both industries. So what's a responsible consumer to do? Which is the better or maybe the less bad option? Although efforts to promote more sustainable fishing practices and responsible aquaculture have really been gaining traction in the last decade since my original answer to this question, 
it is still impossible to make a blanket recommendation here. Choosing between wild-caught and farm-raised fish depends a lot on what kind of fish you're buying, as well as where and how it's being fished or farmed, and other considerations such as your budget. But let's take a look at some of the issues that you might consider, starting with nutrition. The nutritional differences between wild and farmed fish are not as great as you might think. By and large, both farmed and wild-caught versions of the same type of fish are going to deliver similar nutritional value. The nutritional composition of wild fish is actually going to be a bit more variable because that's going to be dependent on their natural surroundings and the food sources, which will vary from location to location, but also from season to season. The nutrient composition of farmed fish will also vary depending on the feed formulation that's being used and other factors such as exposure to sunlight. But Unlike wild-caught fish, the nutritional value of the finished product is much more under the producer's control. One of the main reasons we recommend eating fish, of course, is that they are a uniquely potent source for long-chain omega-3 fatty acids. And here, farmed fish often have the advantage. Today's farmed Atlantic salmon provides significantly more omega-3 fats than wild-caught Atlantic salmon, for example. Now, this was not always the case. In the earlier days of aquaculture, farmed salmon was significantly lower in omega-3 than wild fish due to the food that they were being fed. But once this was identified as an issue, the industry quickly responded, modifying the diet to enhance the omega-3 content of the finished product. The color of the flesh is not a reliable guide to omega-3 content, by the way. Atlantic salmon, whether it's fished or farmed, is a sort of pale orange or salmon colored, while sockeye salmon, for example, is dark red. But in this case, the paler Atlantic salmon provide more omega-3. In terms of contaminants, such as PFAs, also not so fondly known as forever chemicals, the biggest danger, ironically, may come from fish that consumers catch themselves and not commercially caught or raised fish that you're likely to find in grocery stores. But again, it really is impossible to generalize. The level of forever chemicals that you might be exposed to depends less on whether the fish is farmed or wild caught and more on the specific type of fish and the waters it came from. The other contaminant that most people worry about with fish is mercury. And again, the amount of mercury depends mostly on the type of fish. The fish that present the biggest concern, swordfish, mackerel, tilefish, shark, and tuna, are all primarily wild-caught. By contrast, the most common farm-raised fish, which includes catfish, tilapia, and salmon, all have low or very low mercury levels. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Human nature can get a little messy, but nature nature is powerful enough to save us from ourselves. 
seventh generation laundry detergent lifts away tough stains with a 97% bio-based formula. For when you think whipping up yellow curry chicken in white pants is a great idea, totally not speaking from experience. Let nature do its thing so you can feel confident doing yours. That's the power of 7th Generation. Find 7th Generation laundry detergent and fresh lavender and other scents at 7thGeneration.com. At Capella University, you'll get support from people who care about your success. From before you enroll to after you graduate, pursue your goals knowing help is available when you need it. Imagine your future differently at capella.edu. What about antibiotics or hormones? Are fish farmers dumping drugs and other chemicals into these ponds in order to maximize their harvests? Well, here in the United States, regulations strictly prohibit the use of hormones or antibiotics in order to promote growth in farmed fish. This is not necessarily the case in other countries. Aside from possible impacts on human health, There are also concerns about the environmental impact and the sustainability of this huge increase in fish consumption. However, these are just as likely to apply to wild populations as they are to farmed fish. Wild-caught fish are sometimes harvested using practices that do a lot of collateral damage to the ecosystem and other fish species. Fish farming practices, on the other hand, can pollute the water, and may threaten the local flora and fauna. Once again, it depends a lot on who is doing either the fishing or the farming. Here in the U.S., for example, the National Oceanic and Atmospheric Administration regulates wild catch fishing, setting and enforcing standards that protect the marine environment and fish populations. Fish farming operations in the U.S. are also strictly regulated. Any water that is discharged into the environment, for example, must be as clean or cleaner than it was when it came in. Unfortunately, this is not the case everywhere. Farm-raised fish now constitutes more than 50% of the global food fish supply and 90% of U.S. consumption. But the U.S. only produces a tiny fraction of that, and what we do produce is often more expensive than farmed fish that's imported from areas of the world that might have laxer regulations. As much as I like to keep things simple for you, I'm afraid there's really no easy answer to this one. As you can see, there are a lot of factors that we need to weigh. Nutrition, safety, sustainability, and cost. And The outcome is going to be different depending on what kind of fish you're talking about and where it comes from. So the best resource that I know for keeping this all straight is still the Seafood Watch program at the Monterey Bay Aquarium. You can search their website by the specific type of fish, learn what the issues are, and get recommendations either for the best choices or better alternatives. They do a really amazing job of keeping up with the constantly evolving industry practices and environmental issues and emerging research all over the world, and they offer downloadable and digital guides for you. Now, one big thing has changed since my original episode on this topic. At that time, it was actually widely believed that farm-raised fish were genetically modified, but that was an urban legend. Back in 2014, there were no genetically modified fish for sale in the U.S. Well, at least not as food. 
you could, and you still can, buy genetically modified fish for your tropical fish tank that glow in the dark, thanks to some genes borrowed from iridescent coral. Earlier this year, however, in 2023, the FDA approved the first genetically modified salmon for human consumption. It's called the Aqua Advantage Salmon, and it's related to the Atlantic salmon, but it's been genetically engineered to grow faster. The FDA has determined that the genetic modifications that have been used here cause no harm or damage to the salmon itself, and that the resulting fish is biologically and nutritionally indistinguishable from regular salmon and perfectly safe for consumption. The FDA also addressed the potential impact of this fish on the environment, including the possibility that this engineered salmon might escape from the farm and interact with wild populations, and they found this risk to be negligible. Personally, I don't have any concern about consuming genetically modified salmon. However, if you do, rest assured that all genetically engineered food products must be labeled as such. So if you do want to avoid the Aqua Advantage salmon, you can just keep an eye out for that. This is Monica Reinagle, the Nutrition Diva. If you have a nutrition question you'd like me to answer, you can email it to me at nutrition at quickanddirtytips.com. You can also leave me a voicemail at 443-961-6206. Now, if your question is more on the subject of habits and behavior change, then I hope you'll check out my other podcast. It's called The Change Academy. And over there, we talk about how to convert our good intentions into sustainable, healthy habits. And you'll find that wherever you listen to podcasts. Nutrition Diva is a quick and dirty tips podcast, and I have a fantastic team that supports me, including our director of podcasts, Adam Cecil, my audio engineer, Nathan Sems, Davina Tomlin, who runs our marketing and publicity, Holly Hutchings is our digital operations specialist, and Morgan Christensen is our podcast operations and advertising specialist. Thanks to all of them for their support, and thanks to you for listening. Human nature can get a little messy, but nature nature is powerful enough to save us from ourselves. Seventh generation laundry detergent lifts away tough stains with a 97% bio-based formula. For when you think whipping up yellow curry chicken in white pants is a great idea, totally not speaking from experience. Let nature do its thing so you can feel confident doing yours. That's the power of 7th Generation. Find 7th Generation laundry detergent and fresh lavender and other scents at 7thGeneration.com. Sometimes it takes a different approach to help you unlock your true potential. With Capella University's game-changing FlexPath learning format, you gain relevant skills you can apply to your career right away. Earn your degree from an accredited university and be confident in the quality of your education. Imagine your future differently at capella.edu. Capella University is accredited by the Higher Learning Commission. Learn more at capella.edu slash accreditation.